Hey guys, this is just a little content warning. Um, we're going to talk about some particularly sensitive things this week and if subjects of sexual assault, of suicide, anything like that bothers you, then perhaps don't listen. Catch you next week. Walk out the door, you see someone that you know and they ask you how you are and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand hello you're listening to you okay hon a weekly advice podcast i'm your host milkman to the stars dave and i'm mona lisa hellraiser tarot reader and we're going to combine our years of experience listening to people complain and a complete lack of qualifications to solve a mixture of your problems and funny problems other people had that we found on the internet i will read the problems and my spiritual mentor mona lisa will do the emotional labor Provide the realness and guide us to a workable solution. Or at least that's how it's supposed to work. Hi. I just did my annual start of the podcast, yawn. Yes, annual. You only do it once a year. I feel like you do it once a week. That's true. That's, that's probably really rude and horrible to hear for people. Sorry. What, like you do a yawn all the time. Mm. I don't know, there's something about like having to make yourself be alert and chatty for like an hour and a half straight that makes you really sleepy and want to have a snooze. Which is weird because I'm so chatty. And some might say annoyingly chatty you all a, the time. You are a chatterbox. That's true. Do you know what we... I mean, this is something I think about all the time. Mm. Imagine we were to stop speaking to each other and talking so quickly. And just speak at this kind of cadence. And listen to each other. Honestly, see people that talk like that. And I guess I'm cool with it. But actually, it drives me insane, and like I hate having conversations with people like that. And I like will just cut them off and finish their sentences because I'm like this on is with it, not on with the show. Yeah, I'm like, come, come on. on, let's get this fucking let's get let's fucking get to the meat and bones of the situation. Yeah, uh, part of me is also because I hate small talk, and I'm just like, you know, nice to meet you. Hi, yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, so, what's your biggest like, childhood trauma? Oh, that reminded me of a really good Louis C.K. joke, but now I feel guilty for thinking about it because he is a sex beast. Oh, oh, that's annoying. Ugh, that's annoying. I hate having problematic faves. Mm, um, yeah, Lucy Cage just cancelled, isn't he? Everything cancelled. Speaking of cancelled, Berbatov, who is you know, as you all know, was cancelled a long time ago and remains cancelled, is right up in the podcast nest area and is stirring. So I feel like he's going to ruin it from like a really early... Yeah, he's meow. He's meow. You may not have heard it because he just kind of opened his mouth and let out a sort of a dusty rattle. But he looks like he's up and meowing. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say something. About the Patreon? That's right. That's right. Okay, so number one, we need more listener problems. Please send us your problems. Feedback generally is that we answer problems very well, so... Yeah, so if you have a problem, like, everyone has some sort of problem. Every single listener, I want you to submit a problem. So we have too many problems. Yeah, I'd much rather have too many problems and not enough problems. So we have two problems off the internet this week, which is fine for a little change of pace. But, uh, yeah, we could do with some more problems. Also, some people have asked me why they can't find us on Patreon, because we keep talking about we have a Patreon page. Turns out, 
turns out when I was setting it up, I naively thought when it said adult content that we would swear occasionally on the podcast, which we do. So I thought I better click that. Turns out it means porn. <laughs> turns out you can't search for us because Patreon thinks we're doing porn, which is fine if you're doing porn on Patreon. Cool, more power you. Uh, you know that's fine. You, that's kind of cool idea though. Pop Patreon porn. Well, yeah, that's really that's really common. Is it? Yeah. Oh. That's like the that's like I'm the, not up on the porn that's like the news. Gen, that's like the Gen Y sex worker new model. You know, you get you, ah you get, okay okay. You get a following and then you set up a Patreon where you post like photos okay, and okay. stuff. <laughs> As you know, and it's not for me, you know, uh, because I wouldn't like to let anyone see my naked body. <laughs> Ever, uh, which is why I shower and sleep wearing a full outfit of black jeans and black t-shirt You're at all never times. Nude. <laughs> I'm more than a never nude. Like a never nude can just get away with like, always having pants on. Like I have to have a t-shirt and jeans on at all times. I will not be any more naked than that. So I feel like me transitioning to adult entertainment wouldn't go super well. <laughs> so I am in the middle of getting that fixed. I mean, I thought, oh, I'll just click that box off and that seems like a mistake. No, someone from Patreon has to like audit our profile and make sure that we're definitely not doing porn because kids would see it then so eventually at some point people who are asking you will be able to search for us on Patreon and maybe give us a couple of quid a month if you like that sort of thing if you're interested in the idea of patronage and but obviously you can still get to our page through any links posted right that is true you can technically go through a link so I could post a link in the podcast so link description on our, there, is, there should always the website. be the link in the podcast description if in doubt you could go to the website it's there yeah or our website or hopefully on our social media if Dave's done that I have not you made me change it well but to put it on the website Look at you! Look at you! Annoyed. Well, then that's fine because then the website has all the links. Yes. So if anyone, anyway, anyone, people who were asking, that is why you were not able to find it. Sorry about that. I am a fucking moron. That is true. Anything else to report? Mm. You've got a kind of sleepy, grumpy energy over there. Stop saying that to me. I feel like you're only going to become more enraged as the podcast I've, goes on well, because I thing. know what the subject matter is I and I think everyone else well, listening I know, knows what I the know subject, what matter, the subject matter, is matter is too and I guess part of me slightly like uh, I have a toothache it's just a lot to deal with Um, it's you've made it kind of dark in here I feel slightly sleepy do you want the light on? well no because then it would be too harsh I mean you've just what about ruined this, it what about this other lamp? Oh, it's like a cosy lamp. It's a is, that, is that too warm and cosy? Yeah. It's quite warm and cosy in here as well. It's because the heat is on. Should we just look an ASMR of two idiots falling asleep? <laughs> yeah, basically. That's <laughs> what so this episode's going to be called. <laughs> you know what I keep doing when I fall asleep recently? I keep looking at my phone and literally waking up as the phone smacks me. <laughs> Which I'm like, wow. It's like a whole new level of dumb. Dumb you ever do that? behaviour. No, I have never once done that. Oh, really? I've had it in my hand and it's. I felt it like slipping out. No, I, I must be like holding it over my head. Wow, okay. I don't know. This is terrible chat. Is it? I don't know, is it? I don't know, is it? Tweet us and Instagram us and write us emails. Is this terrible I, I, chat? Well, I Who's meant to, to respond to Rich. I responded who, to him. Did you? Yeah. Hey Rich, I, I'm so surprised that he thought I would be pro pissing in the garden. Yeah, as if regards, anyone listened to last week, there was a gentleman who liked to wee in the garden. As regards, and yeah. 
One of our friends thought that I would be pro-pissing in the garden. Yeah, like you were really up for that. I'm not that I'm necessarily against it per se. Well, you certainly were against it per se last I was against his... Right, can I just clarify? I was not against necessarily the pissing in the garden. It's more the fact that she clearly had a problem with it. I am against going against what your wife requests multiple times. I'm against bad husbanding. (laughs) Yet more propaganda from the powerful anti-outdoor pissing lobby. (laughs) Shall we read a problem? Yeah, our first problem, yeah. Now, I wonder what it could possibly be. What's been in the news that's in our kind of wheelhouse? I think we should just wait till a huge thing, like a huge thing happens and then just do another historical figure. Right, I'm up for it. Yeah, let's do it next time. Someone really, like, when, well, I think when Donald Trump think eventually like do, can you? eats too many fucking bunless McDonald's burgers and farts himself to death in the toilet, we're not even going to mention it. Well, I think people might think we would have done Kanye. Well, we, we already touched on Kanye, I think, too recently. Yeah, I think everyone knows. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, Mona Lisa and Dave. Roughly half of the world's population won't understand what I am about to say. They won't understand what it's like to live in fear, to walk alone at night, constantly looking over their shoulder, to know that another person can victimise and dominate you at their whim, and when it happens, no one will believe you. You could be minding your own business, flying high at the top of your career, but no power or status you manage to assert in this cruel and vicious world can protect you from the most debilitating and degrading fate imaginable. False allegations of sexual misconduct. I am a man of extremely high standing. I was one of the legal minds that helped George W. Bush stop a recount of votes in Florida and steal the election from Al Gore. As a reward, He then tried to get me a job in the Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, but my nomination stalled for three years, just because I love Jesus, SeaWorld and ExxonMobil, and I hate abortion, healthcare and Arab terrorists. I'll tell you something else I like too. Beautiful ladies, is that a crime? When I'm taking on new clerks, I don't ask for much from the girls, just for them to exude a model-like femininity and dress outgoing. But don't let that fool you. You can tell that I'm a good guy and definitely not a sex pervert because no sooner had I announced my nomination for the Supreme Court than several fawning op-eds appeared across conservative news outlets all at once, all talking glowingly about how I had not raped any of their daughters. Seriously, it was incredible how many closely linked media figures were falling all over themselves all at once to let the world know what a massive disgusting sickle I was not. If I didn't know better, I would have thought it was coordinated, haha. Given that I am clearly such a good guy, seriously, we had every woman I've ever met or worked with co-sign a letter saying I did not rape them. It is inconceivable that my job might be in jeopardy because of some spurious allegations from 30 years ago. Don't you agree, Lisa? I'm sick of women having all the power. Three women have now come forward to accuse me of sexual assault in my past. How is that enough to stop me getting one of the most prestigious and lucrative jobs that my profession can offer? They don't even have proof. I have proof though. I've screamed and yelled and cried. And I even gave them a copy of my diary, 
on the day in question, it very clearly <laughs> reads in pencil, was definitely not attempting to rape anyone, absolutely not, it was probably someone else. I've tried everything here. I've tried saying she's lying. I've tried saying it was someone that looked like me. I've tried saying, so what if it happened? I was young anyway. I've even tried crying in public to show everyone how upset I am, which usually works on my wife. But no, these savage women continue to try to ruin my life before I can ruin theirs by rolling back Roe v. Wade and making abortion a crime again. What should I do? Yours truly, Brett Kavanaugh. You look <sighs> utterly defeated. I mean, honestly... His words, not mine. Yeah, honestly. So, I mean, oh God. <laughs> you okay there? Yeah, I mean... Do you need a moment to gather your so thoughts? So, one of the things that really struck me, right, mm-hmm. about this whole thing was... Oh God, I just can't get his pure super rapey fucking face out of my He does have mind. a rapey little yeah, face, he really doesn't does. he? Like... But oh, sweat like a large hammy rat. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Fucking. That's such a good description of him. Spitting mouth and all those burst blood vessels. Yeah, and his little yeah. Face. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> hammy hammy rat. A hammy rat. Yeah, that's such a good description of him. A rat, yeah. a large rat made so, of. So, because you know how he's all like pretends he loves God, which is yeah. you know the best thing that evil people say as an excuse. As a justification of why they're not evil. Yeah. I'm like, see if someone talks about that and a justification for how good they are. 100% they're, they're evil. Yeah. Right? It's like a tell. But then, you know, he's just like, well, I saw my fucking gross little fucking horsey little faced children or whatever. And they were praying, doing their, their bedtime prayers. And then fucking Becky turned to fucking Becky too. <laughs> <laughs> and she was Becky like... Too. She was like, should we pray? We should pray for that lady. All the while, he's doing the worst fake tears. He's like Laura Lee, the fucking makeup YouTuber, and her fake tears. <laughs> you know, she cuts it, puts a tear on her face, and cuts back to the fucking tear. Like, literally the worst fucking blubbering tears ever. And she, you know, poor Becky's like, oh, you know, because he's all so emotional. I've seen Becky one say to Becky two. Should we pray for that woman? What I loved about that is he called her that woman. That woman. Now, even if the kids didn't know her name, because you know how who who knows how old they are, he, she he knows her name. It would have been polite. And but I, then again, having said that, he did sexually assault her, so I guess his level of regard for her is quite self-evident. Yeah. Sorry, that's allegedly, true. allegedly, don't sue us, allegedly. Um. Oh, it's that old way where it's like, you know what's so it's so sad about it because it's like I, you just feel slightly beaten by it, don't you? Completely. Because it's just like, we all know who he is. I mean, look at all of the people involved in this. Yeah. You know, they're just sweaty, slimy, powerful white men who do not deserve to be in the position they're in, who should not be in the position they are, who have just used their power and status to just take everything they want from the world. And yet we just still live in a world where we, this is okay. Mm. And I guess that's what... Because people are just kind of like, 
oh, I'm so shocked by this. See, to be honest, why are you, why is anyone shocked? Why are we even, like, I, I, you know, look, fact of the matter is, is we, there are, in America, there is a president that we know has, yep, is it, you know, a, on, on, literally I mean, recorded. Literally, I'm like, I can't, yeah, literally, we, yeah, 100%. So I'm like, if that, in a world where that is, oh, doesn't matter, why should it matter for him? And that's mm. what makes me feel, like, beaten by it. Yeah. Because I'm like, and oh, the abortion thing, I'm just like, I just can't even deal with. Right. You okay? Yeah, it just that makes me feel horrifyingly sad. Like, obviously, we I'm very lucky to live in a country that I can get access to an abortion if I needed one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I... I it's such a thing that's talked about, you yeah. know. Like it, the, people talk about the abortion thing, right? Quite mm. a lot, and obviously, like there's certain things, like obviously, just the what happened in Ireland. Mm. It's such a big deal, but like, people, again, it's something we talk about on and off. But like, I don't think we ever really, really talk about the actual impact of this and like how this impacts women and the realities of it. It's so funny. All I can think about is fucking dirty dancing and I feel like... <laughs> Me too, all the time. Well, because you know how that was like quite a shocking thing. See, when I was young, when I watched that, mm. like it's kind of the first time in a in a regular film that you have to face this the, the concept of the, you know yeah. his, his like dance partner lady getting an abortion yeah, and getting no, her totally. back. Yeah, I've totally seen Dirty Dancing. Oh, I know you, exactly what you're talking about. Do you yeah. actually not? Yeah, no, I'm totally on board with what you're have saying. Have you never like, seen Dirty Dancing? Uh, I mean, what part? I'm saying I have definitely seen Dirty ha- Dancing. Don't actually no, answer me. Have you not? No. When would I have watched Dirty Dancing? I mean, I guess that's true. That I was busy. True. I was busy masturbating and playing video games when well, that would be a thing that I would have done. Right. Okay. So Patrick Swayze. Did you never wonder how he danced with some weird young girl called Baby? I know, know that he. I know that he that. danced with a with a baby. Yes, that's so a, he had a dance partner. So wait, it was a lady called Baby, not an actual baby, because <laughs> that's blown my fucking mind. <laughs> so no one puts the baby in the corner. Yeah, so he picks no the baby, baby up and dances with it. That's how he's able to lift it above his head so easily because the baby is small and light. Oh my god! Anyway, so he had a dance partner. Right. She was a professional dancer, but she. She had got pregnant, went to get an abortion, but it was like a pure dodgy oh, no. abortion, and then was obviously incredibly ill. So then Baby had to like go get her dad, who is a doctor, right? And they're all at this like holiday resort, and then the doctor's like helps her, and then it's just super shitty about it because he thinks it's Patrick Swayze's baby and everything. Right. Which is not, and it's just like it's kind of like uh, you know, it's kind of a dumb. This is, and I don't know if this is a really dumb thing to talk about. And I don't know if I'm the only woman, <laughs> woman to have actually thought about this. But in a way, that was the first sort of film, uh, like to have that in a film where they talked about abortions and the dangers of abortions. Well, yeah, no, I think well, uh, women are all very, very aware of when they understood more about themselves and what the cultural point was, and it's always something like dirty dancing. Because the education and the awareness just isn't there at any level. Oh no, other because level. you know, as as a young kid, I don't know if the things are different now, but when I was younger, no one talked about abortions or. Well, you went to a Catholic school as well. Yeah, so. but like you know, oh well, yeah, but I also am from Dundee with the pure had the pure highest teenage pregnancy rate in Europe. Right. You know, and it's like it was such a kind of terrifying thing, and not just by age. You know, I don't want kids now 
I don't know if that's a really controversial thing. If I got pregnant, I would have an abortion. Yeah. I don't want that. That's not... I shouldn't feel pressured to have a child just because of my age. Mm. And it's no judgment towards women that have chosen to be mothers. I think it's a hugely impressive thing to do. Yeah. Uh, fully respect women that choose to do it. It's one of the hardest things you can do in life. But that's not for me. So mm. I would I would do that even now. But it's like, as a, as a young girl, you're so terrified over it. You know? Can I just clarify quickly, just for anyone that, because I don't know really, I don't really, I don't really uh, watch the mainstream media, um, so I don't know if how many people are aware of like the only reason that the, the American conservatives are desperately trying to cram this fucking alcoholic rapist out of the Supreme Court is so that they have a conservative majority, and he is an extreme Catholic who is very very anti-abortion. They wouldn't let him go on the Court of Appeals for three years. They got blocked because of partisanship. Is because that because he, he was so? Like, he, he, he is pro-torture, anti-abortion, um, and obviously, you know, every other terrible thing about the, the worst of American society. Great. But that, that's basically, the, 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 this, is the, this is the agenda at the moment, is to put, to get him on the Supreme Court, to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is the, the thing that basically helped um, legalise or, or make available at least abortion in parts of America. So... And the other good news about it is, if you do get on the Supreme Court, lifetime appointment, you cannot be sacked. Only impeached, weirdly. So, I know, sorry, I went to have an abortion. I, you, went, you, went, you just went full abortion without really having a chance to talk sorry, about it. I don't know whether, like, you know, because I don't trust, like, even the fucking The Guardian or fucking BuzzFeed or whatever to, like, actually talk about, like, the, the uh. shit. It's, you know, I'd imagine most of the articles are probably just, like, Brett Kavanaugh was put up for Supreme Court by Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin or some shit like that. It's always, it always goes by Donald Trump so I just wanted to clarify yeah. if anyone didn't know. If you did know I'm sorry for patronising you. I'll keep my fucking voice down. Sorry and not to just keep on the you can cut the abortion thing out if you no, want. No, 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 no. It's, it's completely like relevant. I just, I just wanted to specify that. Quickly. But it's just like there's a really uh, it's one of the Benjamin Zahn document, documentaries about abortion and it's in <sighs> South America Yes, and obviously it's about like back back door was it back door so it was back called? alley motions uh, yeah and um so ugh, it, i can't remember where it is <clears throat> no I'm, I'm it's gonna bug me where it is in the world costa rica puerto rico no it's gonna bug me i'll put, we'll Republic. link the documentary in the show notes yes but it's basically about obviously women not being having access to safe abortions safe and le- safe abortions so they have to turn to self-abortions or going to like fucked up clinics that is not sanitary and all these things and it's just like I, I the fact that like we could turn our countries into that mm. we the, the fact that we allow this to exist anywhere in the world is so fucking terrifying to me as a woman and it's like and it's so difficult because I don't think as a man I think men can completely obviously empathise with it but I don't think as a man that you can ever really understand that that prospect how terrifying that oh, is oh god no absolutely not and it's like see what happens to these women because you're not also just it's not even just about the abortion like rape becomes even more of a terrifying weapon because it's obviously the you know sexual assault is kind of weaponized in the hands of men you know and it is this 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 act of violence but the fact that like if you are pregnant or you would be forced you would be forced to like live with that 
is is so beyond horrifying. Mm. And in a lot of these countries, women are actually put in prison for abortions. Or so even... if you get an abortion, you're put in prison. Now, a lot of the time, what ha- ends up happening in a lot of these countries is that the women are actually put in prison for miscarrying yeah. or what people assume are abortions. Because that's the thing. How can you tell? A lot of the time, women, women miscarry a lot. So... It becomes like, is that what we're going to happen? Is that what's going to happen in America? Potentially. I think what... Can I... Do you mind if yeah, I yeah, go, chime go. in? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just sort of on this weird rant. Well, sorry. I kind of feel like it's it's your rant to have. Yeah. So that's why I'm just... Okay, cool. I'm asking if I can just point something out. So obviously, we know that restricting access to safe and legal abortions only forces women to go down far more dangerous routes. Particularly women of lower class. Yeah, and it doesn't change the rate of the birth rate or anything like that. It just means that it changes the death rate, changes like the, you know, the fucking natal mortality rate. Now, if... Now, I... You've heard me talk on this podcast before. I do not believe that anyone of the sort of religious conservative ideology argues anything in good faith, right? Nothing's nothing's good faith at all. It's all fake, it's all about domination, and it's cloaked in this fucking false mask of, like, respectability and and spirituality. It's none of that. But, if, even if, even if you fucking take them on face value, right, take it in good faith, why why do they think, well, if we just make it illegal again, this time it'll be different. This time it'll be different. This time everyone's going to stop having sex and go to church and not get pregnant. You know, this time when we restrict access to sex education, kids are going to stop having sex and wait for marriage. Why do they think? Like, they, they can't again, surely it, think it's going again, to fucking happen. But, but this is, but Matt, this is, sorry, I just got really worked up when you're talking about This is the problem that I don't understand, right? Mm. Put, some, put some fucking white fucking monster in a fucking suit and he just feels it's right to be able to talk about women's bodies or just who people are having sex with or, you know, what people are out to get married or whatever whatever the fuck they want to talk about, right? But yet, how many fucking mistresses and fucking affairs has he had? And that's how you know it's not and, good faith. You know none of it's and, good faith. I mean, in the worst case scenario, you have allegations like this, that he's a fucking rapist. But yet he deems, and and this is why so much, so many, so much, so many politicians, so much politics is such fucking bullshit. And I know we all know this, but I'm like the fact that this hypocrisy is allowed to exist is mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. It really is mind blowing. Like, it, oh, the way he responds to those fucking allegations. One, I. I, allegations in my mind, he's a hundred percent guilty. Oh, absolutely. The, the way he talked, the way he oh so repugnantly dismisses them. It's just, and it's not even just one woman. Three, three ladies. And what is the whole thing about ever all the women that knew him before signing stuff? So basically, yeah, they 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 had arranged. Sorry, for, people, I'm showing. Just oh, fucking get let it out. They had arranged in advance of um, coming out that he was going to be getting nominated. They had arranged for all these women to co- like I think it's like 150 or something women to co-sign this letter about what a good guy he is. Well, that's when you know, right? Yeah, when you know. Like, see when you... And, and apparently... Hey, can of, you sign this? Because just to prove I'm definitely but, not a But rapist. listen, apparently loads of them afterwards were like, I don't know what the fuck that was for. Yeah, loads of people were like, I don't even know him. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't even know that person. So, yeah. And so, you know, when I was reading stuff out in the letter, some good, good facts about him there. 
Um, he did. He was uh, hired by George Bush to. St- you know, the, the 2000 election in America was stolen. The Supreme yes. Court blocked the recount, which would have proven by almost every single metric out there that Al Gore had won Florida, swinging the election what, in, in the Democrats' well, favor. I wonder what the world would have been like. Yeah, I wonder. And so he was. He was. Um, he was part of that team that he was given the nomination. They they wouldn't confirm him for the appeals court for three years because you know you're a judge. You're meant to be like. I guess like I mean I don't I don't know how this shit works in America but I guess normally you'd think a judge is meant to be borderline impartial or stick to the law but in America no it's more about making laws and that's more about ideology so it was like well you're you're too conservative like you go into the fucking dude's Wikipedia and re- read some of the shit that he was like abs like he was like being belligerent and what's the word the fucking I don't know it's some legal bullshit really like, I don't know got his dick out and fucking pissed off the floor when they were having a hearing or something to show that he disagreed with it. It's all stuff like fucking torture legislation, it's abortion, it's guns, it's exactly what the fucking you would think of him. And he is, he was fucking steaming when he was in that court. I'm sorry, he was fucking tanked. Oh, yeah, did you, yeah, there was a little... He was fucking sozzled. Yeah, there was a little... Also, do you know what I don't understand, right? And especially like... What the the fact? Right, I'm sorry, and I and I and I hope I'm I hope I'm not insulting anyone. But if this is you, then believe me, you are what I'm going to accuse you of. <laughs> if you are a person that gets m- like misled by the fucking the the pageantry of things like politics, if you think, well, look at him, he looks like a respectable man when he's standing up there with his fucking ugly suit and his fucking. Sh- fucking cunt wife and his cunt kids. And his cunt mother. And he's standing there and they're all in their nice little outfits like looking like the fucking air quotes perfect American family. If you are someone that gets that if that it affects how you view him then you are such a fucking dum-dum. It is unbelievable to me. But ultimately that's see that pageantry around that. How is that even something that affects anyone? But I think like How? Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, but I actually think a very small amount of people still buy the pageantry in that way. Well that's because what I'm I think saying. The majority of people who support him know that they know that he did that. Know that ah, he's guilty. Right, so but like it's their saying- guy. It's their this is the guy that does what we want. Well, that's what John Oliver said was talking about that mm-hmm. and he was basically you know at the start it was kind of like is, is anyone going to believe her yeah. I can't remember her first name is it Christine Christine yeah Christine Ford um, and they were like um, is anyone going to believe her but now what it actually looks like is even worse is that they believe her they just don't care But that I, I, and that has come to where I am at with this if I could maybe just right, yeah go just explain how I feel about this for a minute I think you were totally... See, earlier on, you were like, how do people not know? Like, the answer's out there. Donald Donald Trump admitted rapist. Like, the, f- the well, fucking I guess that is the audio thing, yeah, of Donald them. Trump saying, I grab women on the vagina because I want to and they let me away with it because I'm rich and powerful. That came out weeks before the election. He did not lose as a result of it. So, people, like, so you know, we already know. The problem I have with this whole fucking situation is it's again. Again, people are sitting back going, well, surely... Surely this mm. time. Well, do you know what, right? For the longest time, all this stuff, sexual assault, domination, domestic violence, just even spoken misogyny, the, 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 the fucking the rape culture that we live in was 
there under the surface, but we didn't acknowledge it. And then recently there's been this huge surge in women, either through bravery or support or momentum, are finally coming out. And I think, you know, the majority... It's not a case of what man is a rapist, it's a case of what man is not a rapist. Mm. And I thought, or a sexual assault or whatever, right? And here's the problem. We're now at a stage where it's coming out. People are saying, this happened, this happened, this happened. And people think, finally, now the truth is out there. Surely the, the, the people, the people that manage the systems of power that fucking oppress us all the time, they can't possibly continue on like this anymore but yet here they are looking at looking straight in the face looking at women straight in the face and saying i completely believe that you were raped yes i completely believe your testimony there's no way we can deny that i just think it was someone else probably wasn't our guy probably wasn't the fucking guy that we love and that we want to come in here and fucking roll back laws that protect women's bodies to make it impossible for the next generation for anything positive to happen in america because of their dumbass fucking archaic political system that's the thing. Where's the difference going to come? What's you, you fucking? Co- everyone comes out and says, "I was assaulted. I was raped. This happened to me." And what's changed? Well, Nothing. Everyone's problem. just like, uh, "I'll they believe it if it furthers their agenda," and they fucking call you a liar if it doesn't. And that's it. That, well, that's the problem, isn't it? We're focusing on individual people, but it's like ultimately, it doesn't fucking matter. It, what matters is that there's a systematic change in in the actual you know, the the way that the world is. But that will never happen because ultimately the most powerful people are still the people making the decisions and they're still all these evil white men. Yeah. I guess I just don't understand... I mean, you know me and my opinions on politics, so I guess I'm just like... What I think is a good way to summarise this is who is up for a fully armed revolution? I think we can get in trouble for saying that. I'm just asking who's up for it. I'm I am just. Can we just I end up talking a little bit about? Is it Christine Ford or Christine? Doctor Ford, please. Do- that's, that's another called- thing. That I mean, honestly, some people are acting like she's some crazy lady. I'm like, yeah, she is mm. a respectable doctor. Stop treating her like she's put what on her five minutes of fame. Also, apparently, apparently, his fucking diaries that he put, pulled out his ass, fucking jotted down, and definitely wasn't a rape that day. That's proof. But the fucking, all the fucking, all her therapist slogs where she was talking about this happening to her before any of this fucking media shit show was even conceived of, that's not proof of our talk, but the, the, but the, the, the strength of her doing that, Mm. standing in a room of those, I mean, honestly, what a brave thing to do. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. And it's horrifying that she's had to, be put in that position. Mm. That's really horrifying. Yeah. That. <sighs> if you can, if, if if any of the people could look at her, watch the entire thing, especially the people that were there, look her in the eye, and still act like that towards her and about the situation, you're a fucking stone cold, ice cold blooded sociopath monster. And you know what's so funny to me when they say to someone, Are "You sure it was him?" I'm like. See if someone takes that from you. If someone rapes you. If someone does something as horrifying as that to Mm. you. You think you forget what they fucking look like. Right. You think you don't see that sweaty, monstrous face on top of you every time you fucking close your eyes. Like, how fucking dare you? I just realised we probably should have put a trigger warning. I'm going to record it at the end and then we'll snip it at the front. Okay. Um, 
honestly, he should fucking top himself. I and I know I I I know I kind of joked I wasn't gonna say that anymore. He should fucking kill himself. I hope he kills himself. I hope he hangs himself and then pisses and shits himself. He's a fucking disgusting human being. He's a long line of them. I hope all of those fucking gammon, blood vessely, fucking salivating lizard men or whatever the fuck you want to call them. I hope there's repugnant human beings all fucking and uh, like uh, uh, on clockwork just hang themselves together. Like a mass extinction event yeah. of, of fucking gamony, gross. And if they're not going to do it, let's fucking do it for them. Just kidding. Just kidding. Definitely just won't kidding. murder anyone. Definitely I mean, not look, we don't murder. even live in the same country. I'm definitely not going to do anything. That was just a joke. And I think I think people have a habit of, you know, being like, well, you know, we are not like that here in Europe. No, no, no. America is just like us without limits. Us without, like, this bullshit sense of decorum. And it doesn't Do matter. I absolutely we, think that ooh. the people that control the systems of power in this country would not fucking love to be able to get away with what they're doing just now? Then you are deluding yourself because they would. No. Uh, are we yeah. a run... Plus, what are our fucking politicians? Pedophiles. All, all, everyone. All, all politics is the same. All people in power is the same. Monsters. They're fucking monsters. And if you think, oh, but you know, I like this person. Nope. All you're wrong. Even you're the wrong. best one. Monster. See, to get there, to get to that position, like Obama. Obama was kind of likeable. A lot of people like Obama. I'm convinced now Obama is a sociopath. 100%. Like, you see, to get to that position, there is no way you are not a monster. I completely agree. Like, that's just at full stop. And if you're, and if you're, if you think again, if you think, oh, but I like this person, well, you're just being manipulated by that person. Oh, and but again, we were just kidding about inciting, inciting violence. Well, we're not talking about inciting violence because we weren't talking about, you know. I was talking about like we should hang them all. No, you were just saying it'd be nice if we did it themselves, and we could possibly give them a hand. We could take them to dignitas in Switzerland. Mm, that's yeah, not. That's, not, that's not illegal. It's not. It's not illegal to take a bunch of old white men on holiday to Switzerland. That's I'm, nothing illegal about I'm that. I'm just like I'm like the serial killer on the start of Sherlock. You know, and he just talks to people and convinces them to kill themselves. That's what I would be if I was a serial killer. I wouldn't actually get my hands dirty. <laughs> I would just talk to people until they chose to end their own life. Mm. My first victim, but me? it won't be a victim. Because technically, you when you said that. no, you're not my first victim. My first victim, but it wouldn't really be a victim. Already. No, shut up. It wouldn't really be a victim because I am not actually doing anything. He is choosing to take his own life. Will be Mr. Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> I just want to talk to you. I just want to have a conversation with you. Come on, Brett. And if whatever actions you take after that conversation that's, is that's not completely your own. Uh, completely. Right. You got that out of your system? Not that I take suicide lightly, but no. I just think the world needs less monsters. We, we, I feel like I feel like if you spend as, as, as much time considering suicide for yourself as we do, it's kind of fair that you're able to make jokes about it. Well, no, I've oh, that's always been my thing. I'm like, mm. see if you've if you've like, it, but you know, people are you weird to about just, that. Yeah, it's just, it's a way of destigmatizing. Maybe it'll be a bit bother for us. Well, do you know what? I'll put that in the trigger warning as well. Content warning. Sorry, we say content warning. Don't say trigger warning because that word was co-opted by terrible people, and we should say content warning. Okay. Do you feel? I just like, wish there was just less monsters in the world. So. Yeah. 
and I don't want anyone to burden the responsibility of having to kill him and making themselves a murderer so the only solution is that he does it himself. Yes. Okay. Great. Yes. Do you feel any form of catharsis from letting some? I mean, a little out? bit. I got kind of angry. I kind of got some of it out a little bit because I felt kind of sad earlier. And I think every woman and you know person when they watch these things just gets that same like overwhelming like mm. darkness over you. You because you just feel like, what is the fucking point? Yeah, I mean, I I already have zero faith in electoral politics or the instruments of power, but this is just reaffirm that to me. Nothing matters. The morality is completely faked and it's false. These people do not care about anything. They do not care about the truth. They do not but care in about a way, people's experience. Do you know what, though? They only care about their Can own fucking say, agenda and that's and, it. And not to be pro-Trump, right? <laughs> Whoa! <gasps> this is my Kanye moment. Out of left field. No, but in a way, right, I've always said, right, that like John Waters said about people being given the death penalty uh-huh. he's like let's just make it as sick as it really is let's sell tickets let's have popcorn people can masturbate to it mm. like because it is that fucking sick but you're pretending that it's not and in a way Donald Trump is kind of that as a politician he's mm. a fucking monster he's out he's he's completely out of the closet as a fucking monster he is pussy grabbing and racist and fucking awful and I'm like yeah, we're just, the mask is just off with Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump, see, everyone's got this big issue against Donald Trump, and he is a fucking monster too, but stop acting like he's the only one. Yeah, he's it's the just, same as the rest of them, but he's dumb and he has no filter, that's basically it. Yeah, 100%, that's what I mean. I'm like, Donald Trump is a problem, mm. but so are all these fucking monsters. Like, we need to get rid of all of them. Yeah. Like, Donald Trump is no better or worse, you're just, the mask is off. You know? Yeah. They're all racist, they're all rapists, they're all fucking... Homophobes, they're wife beaters, that, you know, they're fucking... They're bre- They're just, they're all fucking, they're all Donald Trumps. They're all Donald Trumps of different shapes and sizes and, and fucking vocabularies and... Oh, Equally God. full of hate and awful. Political class is not your friend. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on from that? Yeah, it's giving oh. me indigestion. Oh, it has. Yeah, it has, isn't it? It's made me hot. It's made me hot and bothered. Yeah. Not in a sexy way, in like a flush way. Uh, so these are other internet problems because we have no listener probs. Oh. I knew this was going to be a bit hard, so I've tried to get something a little bit lighter. Okay. You ready? Okay. I'll try to keep it brief. I downloaded Tinder because with work and other activities, I don't have much time to go out and meet new people. I matched with this girl in question, and after a brief chat, we decided to meet up for dinner and herb smoking at my place, Tarragon probably. (laughs) In retrospect, not the best idea to have someone you just met come to your home. Anyways, things went okay that night, but I could tell she was way less mature than me. Which was a turn off. However, I don't have many other options and hung out with her a few more times. She sleeps over a few nights, but goes back home in the morning, until one day she comes with three big bags from her mum's house. I'm kind of freaked. She assures me she's only bringing so much to have options when we go out. One thing led to another, and that was a week and a half ago, and she's still here. (laughs) I've made comments like, I like my space, but she doesn't seem to get the hint. This is especially annoying because she doesn't do anything. No job, not going to school, literally nothing. 
I'm very busy with work, gym and sports and I get worried leaving her in the apartment because she's someone I just met. She helps around the house and has done my dishes, laundry and even cooked dinner, but I don't necessarily need her to do that for me. This weekend I need to go out of town and I told her I'd be gone for a few days so she should just go home. When I woke up this morning, she had not packed by the time I needed to go and she told me to just go and she'd wash my dishes and laundry and lock from the inside and leave later. I was sceptical but I said fine. Currently I'm out of town but I'll be back in three days and she's already planning coming over then. I'm afraid she might not even leave at all or just leave an hour before I arrive and pretend she's been gone. <laughs> or leave a bunch of stuff back to have an excuse to come back. How fucked am I? I don't want to be an asshole and kick her out because she's very immature and I'm afraid she'll get petty and try to screw with me, screw with me somehow. She knows where I live and where I work. How can I get her out nicely? Oh my god. What a ridiculous situation to find yourself in. Uh, yeah, I mean, so... I at first was a little bit kind of like, like, oh, it sounds kind of like you're a fucking predatory old creep. He's 26, she's 22, so not a dramatic age difference. Oh, right, no. So just in case you were wondering, like, you know, he's not like 38, she's not 17 or anything. Um. How'd you make of that? Yeah, I mean, it's such an odd, because I guess it's... <laughs> Can I just say before you start, uh, I'm so excited we're reading the last problem. Oh, I'm okay. so, I just remembered okay, it, yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, I guess it's a, what's weird, well, it's a kind of awkward situation because he's obviously not great at being, like, having those kind of tough conversations. No, Like, I need no. you to leave. And she's either ignoring or not picking up those social cues of... Yeah. He's kind of wanting you to go home. Yeah. So in a way, they're complete opposite people. <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's probably not great that they're even... They should probably just... This probably isn't going to work out. Like, if one <laughs> no. can't really put the really blunt social cues out there and the other one can't, just can't pick them up. Yeah, it's weird. I, I can't even imagine being in that situation. It would be so incredibly awkward, yeah, that I would just be like, oh my god. I mean, so, do you think maybe she's keeping stuff, though, from him? Like, maybe she's got kicked out, she doesn't have anywhere else to stay or something. <sighs> it does kind of seem like there's something else going on there. Just like, to I make don't know yourself what... yeah. so, like, to do that, so it's kind of so weird. Yeah. I mean, and to maybe be honest, he, seems, he actually seems like quite a nice guy. I mean, he seems okay. Well, the fact that he's not just threw her out or anything, which he could have. Yeah. Whereas a lot of men would have just told her to fuck off. I mean, see what you said about... Yeah, well, that's true. But see what you said about, like... Um, I I think he... So, I, if I put myself in his shoes, right? Mm. I have... I'm really not good at rejecting people. Like, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in a shop where someone's trying to sell me something. <laughs> like, I won't buy it. Because I'm like, fuck, I don't have the money for that shit. But I will just, I'll, I'll take someone on board and make an excuse to leave. So the salesman, they do that bullshit sales thing where they like, talk to me forever. Or like, stand between me and the door. So like, it's weird and I have to like, push them out of the way to get out of the fucking shop or whatever. I will listen to the entire pure sales pitch. And I'll be like, no, yeah, I'm definitely interested in this lawnmower. Yeah, no, I live on the first floor. I don't have any grass. But <laughs> I can think a lawnmower could really enhance my life. But like... You know, I'll, I'll find an excuse. And I find it the same with women. I've always been very bad at rejection. And I find there is a particular type of person who applies the sales technique to relationships. I've had that before. Mm, yeah. 
I've had people being a little bit and then kind they're of just over, kind of like yeah, and, pushy, and they're just kind mean? of like, well, he could have just told me, and you're like, no, I actually do have a bit of a pet peeve when people don't pick up social cues. Yeah, very much I'm, so. I'm like overtly aware of social cues. Like I'm, I'm observant to the point of it's like a problem for me where I like pick up everything. Mm. Like nothing gets past me. Yeah. Like if there's an eye roll or a slight look. Dave will attest to this as it being very annoying I assume to live with <laughs> like nothing will get past me so I would have figured it out in an instance but yeah some pe- I so that does I do get quite annoyed when people don't pick up social cues ah but I don't think it's a case of pick. I don't think that it's not that she's not picking them up she's just choosing she to ignore is, them she's picking them up and being like that well I can keep pushing it like this again the salesperson the salesperson knows you're uncomfortable so you know what? how I handle a salesperson like that is I will just say to them, look, I know you have to do this or whatever, but can you not? Like, I'm not going to buy this straight. Like, so, speak here's to them like my a, problem, a, a right? human being rather than... And that's that's definitely, like, that's something. But when it comes to another human being, personally, I am never... I can't be presumptuous enough to know to say no to someone because I don't fully know that that's what they want. Right. I will tell you, So, I remember one time when I was younger, there was a girl that was really into me and I was not interested in her at all. Were you boasting? Well, look, I used to be. I'm a, look. I, to be honest, let me fucking have it. Okay. I am in my fucking thirties. I am fat. I've got a giant forehead. My skin is appalling. I have no chin. I've got a tiny mouth. I'm ugly and I'm stupid and I've got nothing going for me. So if you could just let me for a small moment have a little bit of a humble brag about this t- a time fucking literally fifteen years ago when I felt desirable for the smallest moment, that you would may, be greatly you may appreciated. Have that. Thank you kindly. So I remember this, there was a girl and she just would not take the hint. Like, she would text me endlessly and like force me to meet up with her. And I'd be like, no, I can't. I'm busy. And if someone makes an excuse to duck you like fucking 10 times, like you take yeah, the hint get at that the point. Hint. That's the social cue we're talking about. She fucking knew. She knew because eventually when it finally came ahead, after I fucking hung out with her like three times and she was like, you know, are you going to do something? I was like, no, I'm not interested in you. Why have you not got the hint yet? She was like, I thought you were playing hard to get. So she knew, she said playing hard to get. She knew that I was playing hard to get, which I was. I was playing impossible to get because I wasn't interested. And she cried. And then I walked away. Oh, that's what what a weird situation to be in. Firstly, why did you hang out with her if you avoided her all Because she just kept asking me. Well, so then she's kind of, she's wearing you down. Yes. Well, it worked. Yes. So technically, she has... Well, it didn't work because she didn't get jack shit from me other than a fucking stroll in the evening. Oh, seriously? Like a proper, like a gentleman. That's how I like to go for an evening stroll (laughs) first. I like to go courting with my lady. What a bitch. Shop. You are, not her. Yeah, I know. Fuck you. Um, I wasn't interested. No, we'll just ignore her. It's hard to ignore someone that's fucking harassing you. That is true. That is true. That pers- level of persistence is, is yeah, jarring. Yeah, yeah. What do you do with that kind of persistence? That is jarring, yeah. Because that's the thing when most, I guess most people do get those social cues. Mm. So I guess the persistence is kind of like, actually, that's the thing. Because you feel like what this guy's kind of... Because the first part of me thought, God, he just needs to handle it. But then I'm like, actually... Very rarely are you actually in that situation where someone is that persistent. Yeah. So it is actually quite awkward because yeah. you just aren't experiencing it. Yeah. Because most people will pick up the social media. And hard just ignoring him and chilling in the house. So I think he needs to have a a straight up conversation about it though. Yeah. He needs to say to her, look, what's going on? Yeah. Like, 
you know, I know you sometimes like to stay here, but mm. like I, I don't want you to live here. This is, you know, what I mean, and then, yeah. but I guess be kind of mature and honest about it, and you know, if as long as he's not a dick about it, and they have a an, 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 a mm. nice conversation, hopefully it would be fine. And I guess if she wants to do anything to him, like or whatever, yeah. then I guess that's just she's going to do it. So like, I think men have got a really bad habit of talking at people and not to them because they want to just go hey uh, you gotta get out of here you know I gotta go to the gym with my buddies like instead of just being like hey so like I know it should be here for a few weeks like men you haven't are really also talked like about this. really like, bad for like right yeah no yeah you're right talking like, around talk it about this, yeah. like what if he's been all like thanks so much for doing the dishes and you she she might genuinely yeah. think I'm helping he likes her being there yeah, yeah. And he's not being clear about it. Also, why doesn't he like her being there? Fucking chill out a bit, dude. Well, no, seriously. Well, I think I don't think he seems that interested in her. Yeah. Also, to go from like just meeting someone to like him her also, living there. Can I just say, see if you're like not really into someone, don't fucking have sex with them like three times. You fucking dick. Well, I mean that's the thing. Why was she even there? Like, once fucking lead, lead anyway. on, like. Um, yeah, look, you've kind of just, you've made your bed, buddy, so you need to fucking lie in it. You need to just sort it out. Have an adult conversation with her. And that's the thing. He keeps saying that she's immature. Well, I mean, you need to have a mature conversation. Yeah. Instead of fucking writing to Reddit that you can't get this girl you're seeing out of your apartment. Right. The mature thing to do would be fucking handle I've been in the closet for three weeks and she didn't leave. <laughs> like, fucking hell, dude. Just right? fucking come out and tell her. <laughs> no, pure update, pure two months on, he's pure changed his name and he's wearing a fake moustache everywhere he goes. Yeah. Like, seriously, just have a conversation with her. Right. Like, you've you've taken this to, this is when you've, on too you've, far. You've adopted a stoner. It's okay. I mean, that's the thing. She might just be, like, the most yeah. chill person that just doesn't even, like, you know what I mean? If she had a problem, she would just say. I mean, he says in the, in the bit at the bottom here, Tinder girl does nothing with her own life but smoke and chill. She sounds cool. I like her. Also, don't read her for yeah. her, her, her... Hey, you were the one life. that had the herb smoking, my man. Think that, I think you'll find that's illegal, uh, sir. Yeah. Think about that. He just needs to handle his business. Stop calling her immature. You're immature because you can't have this conversation with someone. You're right. just like... Like, what a, what a baby. Agreed. That's my advice to him. That's your advice? That's good advice. Is that all we've got? Is that us for yeah. the problem? Should we want the final one? Yeah, you're very, you just can't even wait. You caught me by surprise. What? What about? I was like, well, I was like, whoa, you just, we've just fucking wrapped that one up pretty nicely, my lady. Now we're on to the main event. Now I have to preface this by saying this isn't really a problem. Okay. But if I didn't read this out, I would kick myself forever. Okay. Now that I've built it up, I'm really paranoid that everyone will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not funny. I thought this was the greatest thing in the world. I need to sometimes you have thought they've been great and they've not been great. But then sometimes they've been really good. Like, remember the, the stomach? When yeah. She talked to the stomach. I mean, I didn't classify that as being that great. That was I mean, it was episode. a little bit great. That was the episode. It was a little bit great. That was the episode. Rich was on. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a really great problem. Yeah. It was such a weird problem. She missed it. Yeah. She missed his his, his tummy. Let so, me read, let me read this one out. Okay. You can you can be the judge. We can have okay. a fucking we can audit how bad or good this was afterwards. Okay. Let me tell you that I have made a bad mistake this evening. My girlfriend, who let me tell you, the Donald Trump like this, who let me tell you is only my second girlfriend of all time. 
said, I am invited to dinner with her and her parents. I was very aghast, nervous and bashful to be invited to such a situation, but I knew it must be done. I met them nicely, I should tell you, and it started off in a good way. The idea slapped my mind that I should do a comic bit to make a good impression and become known to them as a person who is amusing. When I saw that baked potatoes were served, I got the idea it would be very good if I pretended I did not know what potatoes was. That would be funny. Well, let me tell you. Backfired on my face. I'll tell you how. So first, when the potato became on my plate, I acted very interesting. I showed an expression on my face so as to seem that I was confused, astounded, but in a restrained way, curious and interested. They did notice and seemed confused but did not remark. So I asked, this looks very interesting, what is this? They stared at me and the mother said, it's a baked potato. And I was saying, oh interesting, a baked, what is it again? And she was like, a potato. And I was like, a potato, oh interesting. Never heard of a potato, looks pretty good. And then they didn't see I was clowning, but thought I really did not know what is a potato? So I knew I would be very shamed, humiliated, depressed and disgusted if I admitted to making a bad joke. So what I did was to act as if I was it was not a joke, but I committed to the act of pretending I didn't know what a potato is. They asked me, very incredulous, did I really not know what potato is? That I have never heard of a potato. I went with it and told them yes, I did not ever ever hear of a potato. Not only had I never eaten a potato, I had never heard the word potato. This went on for a bit, and my girlfriend was acting very confused and embarrassed by my fucked up antics. And then the more insistent I was about not knowing what a potato is, was when the parents started thinking I did know what a potato was. Well, let me tell you, I had to commit 100% at this point. When I would not admit to knowing what a potato was, the father especially began to get annoyed. At one point, he said something like, Enough is enough. You're fucking with us. Admit it. And I said, Sir, before today, I had never heard of a potato. I still don't know what a potato is other than some kind of food. I don't know what to tell you. Well, let me tell you, he got very annoyed. I decided to take a bite of the potato. And when I did, I made a strange, high-pitched noise and said, Tastes very strange. That is when the father started yelling at me and the mother kept saying, what are you doing? And my girlfriend went to some other room. Finally, the father said I should get the fuck out of his house. And I said it was irrational to treat me like this just because I never heard of a potato before. Well, let me tell you, he didn't take that kindly. Now in text messages, I've been telling my girlfriend I really don't know what a potato is. The only way I can ever get out of this is for them to buy that I don't know what a potato is. I wish I never started it, but I can't go back. I think she will break up with me anyway. (laughs) Oh, thank God you like the potato thing. What is so funny about it is that moment when he's had to decide. He's gone like... This has went too far. But then he's right, because if he he should have gave up early... But then he made that decision not to. Yeah. And then he kind of was forced into (laughs) this. But the fact that the parents, everyone, eh, why did everyone get so annoyed about it? Oh my God, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that film, what's that British horror film where they're in the cave and they just, and then there's like monsters in it at the end? The Descent. Oh, yeah. It's like that film where it's just like, well, we're fucked now, we better just keep going deeper. 
Maybe we'll get through the other side, but they just end up getting eaten by monsters. Wait, is that that's your that's your analogy there? Yes. Wow, that was weird. Kind of ruined the whole flow of things. So it didn't ruin the whole flow of things, <laughs> and I will argue about that forever. Um. Oh my god, that was so funny. The potato. What? What? I mean, I kind of hated that person because of their letter. Why did you write like that? Oh, I don't think English was his first language. Oh, really? Yeah. I read it like he was being Don. Uh, he spoke like Donald Trump. I mean, he did say he did end up sounding a lot like Donald Trump. But oh, I didn't. That didn't even like legitimately the not the. No, I think it's hundred percent didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because hang on, let's go back here. Oh my god. My girlfriend, who let me tell you is only my second girlfriend of all time, said I am invited to dinner. In quote, in inverted air quotes, invited to dinner. Oh my god! With her and her parents, I was very aghast, nervous, and bashful. Yeah, that's 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 a Google Translate job right there. Oh my god! I mean, it's that thing when you go so far down something like a lie yeah. or a joke that have it just you ever is... have you ever committed to a lie before? No, I can't think. So. I can't think. Possibly, but I can't think of anything. I remember I've committed to a lie before. Okay. And let me tell you, this is, I'm going to fucking air this for the first time ever. <laughs> right. So, you know, at night when you're sleeping and you think about things in your life, yeah, it's a huge trauma to me. This one. <laughs> so. You know those things, though, that we all carry and we all get those feelings? Yeah. In reality, no one really cares about anyone else's. We totally. wish we could just all let them go, right? I know, but I'm going to let this one go and hopefully it's going to... It's going to a lot of people are going to hear this. More more people will hear this than if I said it in any other situation. So that's actually a really good thing. Right, you keep telling yourself that. What do you mean? Is it bad? Is that what you're trying to make yourself feel like... No, I'm saying it's, I'm saying it's good to be airing this out to like oh, hundreds right, of right, people. Oh, right, right, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it in front of hundred people as a form of therapy. Don't shit on me for that. So, in primary school, I must be in like primary five or primary six, I went to a show that my, well, my mum was a teacher and she worked at a different school. And I went to a show and part of this show there was a little song about an alien. I was like, that's a fucking dying song about an alien. <laughs> oh my God. So I thought to myself, ah, never heard that before. It's just in some school <laughs> show. I could 100% just rip that straight off and draw like a fucking rocking picture of an alien and show everyone in school and they think I was really impressive for writing such a fucking banging tune. So I did that. This was primary six. I drew a picture of an alien. I wrote a little song. I said to the teacher, oh, "Mrs. Teacher, I've done, I've done this a song for you." And she was like, "Well, that's very nice, David. Let's show the whole class." And everyone's like, "Whoa, that's amazing! Whoa, I can't believe you did that. You're so talented and clever." Whoa. And put it up in the wall, and I got away with it. It was fucking brilliant. It was great. I was like, "Yes, I am fucking, I am a god to these people." But then the next year, we got a student teacher in. It's fucking dead nice and everything. Got halfway through the year, no problem at all. I was carrying the acclaim from my initial <laughs> uh, fucking subterfuge and deception. Now one day this fucking bitch whaps out an acoustic guitar and what does she start singing? The first fucking <laughs> the first fucking chord that she strummed. The first and someone's like, Oh Miss David wrote a song really like that last year. And I was like, Well, I can't believe we wrote the same song. That's so fucking but I stuck to my guns on it. I stuck to my guns. Did I just she went with did it. she try and out you? I think she realised what was happening at some point <laughs> and spared me my embarrassment by going, oh, that is a very strange coincidence. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the Battle of Bannockburn or something. <laughs> so... Oh my God, so how old would you have been when this happened? Oh, fuck me, like 11? 11? Yeah. Wow, you were way too old to have done that. 11? 11, fucking right, yeah. 
Kids are sociopaths. No, 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 no. I mean, about it wasn't about the fact that you lied. It was the fact that you were such a loser at 11. I right? thought you were this... primary six. Wait, no, not 11. What time? When did you go to high school? 12? Yeah, 12 or 13. So, like, 10. 10 when I first, the, the initial deception. Well, it's just shocking to me that you were so, like, childlike at 10. <sighs> Look... We didn't all fucking live in council estates. We weren't all, like, riding motorcycles and shooting heroin by the time we were five, alright? <laughs> I mean, all right? seriously, though, the, the childhood naivety of that is... Uh, it's so cute. I mean, I feel good about getting that off my chest. Now you're making me regret it. You're terrible at this. No, it's you're so bad. cute. I think everyone everyone listening will agree that that was a very cute story <laughs> from Dave. And it's nice to think about you being such a naive 10-year-old. Yeah. With your little alien story. It's very heartwarming. Gone are those days. It's just very cute. To to be honest, it was good because it it taught me a valuable lesson about lying. And committing to the lie as well. Oof, that must have been a moment, though. The second she started singing and you had that realisation. Every Indian soul motion. I think that was the first feeling. You know that feeling when you just feel the blood drain out of your body? I think it was the first time I ever felt that. I was like, what is this feeling? Oh, God, no! No! (laughs) Did someone actually say that you'd written a song? (laughs) David wrote a song suspiciously like that last year <laughs> and you're like almost fuck you Richard ways. or whoever uh, fucking Ian Hewitt that's who it was I Ian, fucking remember I was trying to that's think how much of a trauma this is I don't even know this cunt but I remember his surname from primary six I was trying to think of the most sort of common boys names in schools I was like we had a lot of Richards in my school oh that feels Ian's good to get that off a good my chest. one Stephen there's a lot of Stevens oh, feels good to get that get oh, that off oh my god that was funny Whew. Honestly, though, you were so cute at that age. Shut up. <laughs> Stop. You're making me feel stupid. Why? It's I was never cute. I am a Scorpio. This is unacceptable to me. <laughs> oh, you're, my you're God. Fucking ta- I, I did, I'm not in control of my mask. I'm taking off by you calling me cute. What, I'm not cute. What play were you doing? I'm mysterious. Oh, was this some fucking ditty, like, high school musical or whatever? No, not like the American High School Musical, which is very high budget and has teen actors in it. I mean, it was just like a bunch of kids like, I'm an alien from our space and I live on the moon and I fly in a starship. Wait, how co- I'm just really jealous that you got to do, a, there was a play in a school about aliens. Well, well, I went to Catholic school, all our plays were about <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I had to be a dove once, a dove, a dove. <laughs> I had to wear a dove costume. The plays are all constantly, the sorting of St. Augustinian's wounds. One time, I remember, we had this huge cross on my school, and it wasn't like, it was f- like a full oh wooden God. cross. Like, look, uh, this is how big this thing was. The right? flogging of John of no, Nazareth. it sat at the front of the school, right? You could actually crucify someone on Was this. anyone ever crucified for dramatic purposes on it? No, it, you could literally crucify someone as it was that big. Oh. And during plays, the person who was Jesus, and I remember Ryan McBain hey Ryan if you listen was Jesus and he had to drag this real cross on stage <laughs> and I oh, I mean I hope that's true I've never just made that up but I'm oh sure that God. happened oh I remember just God. being like wow we're taking this really oh, seriously sh- it's not a real crown of thorns but it is quite sharp so be careful <laughs> Oh, and I had to be shit. a dove and I had to, to sing like I had to sing and the other girl was a dove <laughs> the both of us had to sing but my costume was like really elaborate and oh hers wasn't and it was like individual and I and I don't know if I chose this but it does sound like something I would choose because it was a very elaborate costume and each little feather had like was made of white feathers had a sequin on it and it was very good but what I would the, 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 was it not too ostentatious it was, for the it was like place. fucking Elton John's oh fucking dove costume right <laughs> 
Ratchet, of oh, course. I was fully, yeah, I was fully living my Liberace <laughs> fantasy. My first room was embellished. No, seriously, I was like fully living my oh Liberace my fantasy. But the worst part was they put me under a light. So I just sat under this light in this fucking hot ass Liberace. Rhinestone fucking dove outfit while some boy hauls a fucking fully sized crucifix across the fucking stage. I don't remember if all those things happened at the same time. I could, I, oh. I remember being a dove at one point and I remember. I in my head rhyme it being was Jesus dragged across along holy shit I don't think those happened in the same year but if it happened at some point oh yeah I sweated to death in that fucking costume sweated to death also I remember my granddad used to come and he was just such a pure baller just thought everywhere was like everyone would want to hear him talk oh my god so at the end of plays he would stand up and clap on his own (laughs) you know he'd be like yeah pure fucking bravo and shit and the whole room would just be like what oh my god (laughs) fucking hell (sighs) (laughs) the flogging of St. Christopher (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember we did do a play about the Jacobites once. Again, it's really harsh. Oh, and then one God. time we had to do like a Jesus one slash 50s one. Oh my God. You know, like we did a kind of, you know, all the pure old war songs. My school did really bleak plays. The Jacobites, World War Two, Jesus, Jesus things. It was so dark. <laughs> Why couldn't we have just did something fun? Like the aliens The aliens, <laughs> with an alien song. Oh God. <laughs> Wish I oh. went to a good fun school like that. Oh my god, holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember the guy with the potato. <laughs> we were talking about him a minute ago. <laughs> Honestly, what a hero though. Oh my god, he just I love the fact that he just like leaned into it. He had well, so he many made, chances. He, made... he had so many chances to press the eject button. He did. And just be like, Look, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm just really nervous to meet you. I thought it'd be a funny <laughs> joke. And I'd probably be like, Oh, that's quite charming actually. But he was just like, Nope, potatoes. <laughs> never fucking heard of them. Sir, sir, I do I've never seen one of these before. I do, do not come from a family that would have such ostentatious goods at the dinner table. The fact that he yeah, he chose to commit, like he oh. He was oh, just like this. Like, life. look, see, and many times in life, right, we are at a crossroads, right? You have you have options in life. And the fact that he was like, the one I'm gonna choose is the never heard of a potato option. And he was just like, oh, he's lean into it. And the funniest thing is, his his and his girlfriend probably split up over it. Oh, 100%. I was going to say, like, if we were still doing the whole advice fucking thing instead of doing, like, personal therapy about our fucking horrible <laughs> childhoods, like, I think the advice would be, buddy, this one, let it go. Let this one go. Um, you like, know, if she splits up you, she's Just learn pop- from it. Yeah, learn, learn from, from it. it. Like, don't commit to the Look, potato Look, it's joke. just a funny story. It's just a funny story for your life. And then yeah. forever, you oh. have this really funny story Do you know what? Right, about a potato. When, when a comedian comes up with a new joke or a set, they take it on tour and refine it. This was just the first iteration of a potato joke. Like, you could probably do, like, a really good potato joke down the line that'll get, like, raucous laughter on the dinner table. But it's going to be with a different family. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I, I mean, to be honest, the parents were kind of dicks, though. They really got too angry about this. I, I mean, know, you, I even know. though you would know, okay, he's seen a potato before, you would probably just let it go and then talk about him afterwards, right? Yeah. When I mean, he maybe, left, be like, what a weirdo. Why maybe, did he say he didn't like a potato? Maybe they hated him already. Maybe they'd already made their mind up about him. Then he was just like... Like, the dad seemed to get my, too angry. Imagine you were just like, God, I fucking hate this guy. Why is he pulling our daughter? And then, like... You got to dinner with him and you were like, oh, just listen, honestly, stop talking about it. Fucking hell. Some people Terrence, do get I don't want to hear about Fortnite. It's like, you know, like... But then, tro- then he starts pretending you know potatoes what, don't exist. But he's kind of trolling them in a way, though. Yeah. But some people get so angry at that. Yeah. Like, literally, there is nothing that will anger like a white 
backgammon more, more yeah, than, than being the, trolled. Yeah, yeah, you do absurdist and, and fucking like ironic detachment is the yeah. be, is the best way to infuriate people of a certain generation. Oh, wildly. So I feel like true. part of that was like that's like their kryptonite and yeah. the potato. <laughs> Potato. situation just <laughs> fell right into that type of humour so Ooh, the potato. I mean shit. I guess they got that angry because yeah they thought he was doing it on purpose or whatever I guess so yeah fucking hell it was just I, I read the potato story and I was like oh my god this is like the it was too funny life. not to talk about he really just our advice to him would just be know when you should have yeah, you like, hit that know, injection button be, like, be, no. be mindful about the mistakes in that situation you know find a way to remember what it felt like to have them not understand the, the potato joke you were telling and the position that put you in so in future if you find yourself going down that route when you're nervous or you're or, you know or you're you're speaking to someone new and you want to make a good impression always just be able to pr- just press the eject button just put your hands up be just, honest people people respect transparency say, be honest communicate honestly and say look <sighs> that i know that was so dumb I made a stupid joke. It's like every film, you know, like every wacky family film, you know, where the pure boyfriend goes to meet the girlfriend's parents and something wacky and wackiness ensues. Much like the film Meet the Parents, which yeah, is literally it's, based around that. But it's always, like, all these situations could have been avoided if the person had just had a, a really open and honest conversation with each other. Yeah. And yeah, he should have just said very early on, I'm sorry, I thought the potato <laughs> thing would be funny. I'm just a little nervous. Just nervous I just you. really just like really, your daughter. Yeah, really, exactly. Oh my god, the the best advice. The but, best we love. But that. alas, love he that chose he chose the opposite direction. Continue <sighs> forever that you don't know. And in my head, you know what? I really wish that they didn't split up. And now forever, he had to pretend that he he and only in 2018 had found out what a potato was. Oh my god! And then he'd have to make his parents lie. What if he has siblings? He'd have to be like, remember, don't tell them that you knew what potatoes were. Right. Tell them that I brought potato home to show you all. Oh my god. And I have to be like, look, everyone, this is a potato. Look, you can do all these things with it. Yeah, they have your dad like take take this. Fry and mash him, put him in a stew. That's actually a line from Lord of the Rings, in case anyone doesn't That's know. That's that. right, that is. Yeah, <laughs> which always angered me that bit, so I remember it. At the wedding, like, have your dad take the parents aside and say, look, we've been protecting him from potatoes his entire life. Uh, there's a I don't know there's some sort of potato related trauma. You have to get you, people. A lot of people would have to commit to that lie. In don't my head, maybe our family was Irish though, and they, they, it was like a huge issue. It was actually cultural. Maybe yeah. he'd stepped on a cultural faux pas. That's true. And you know what? I think you know you do have to be honest in that situation. So I feel like it's a good time to say to the primary six class of Seaview Primary School in 1993. I apologise. I told a, a brazen lie. I tried to pass off someone else's intellectual property <laughs> as my own. Um, and I soaked up the acclaim and I soaked up your applause for that. And that was wrong of me. And I'm sorry to have misled you. Uh, I'll do better in future. I, I feel like I really learned from this lesson. And uh, I just hope that you have it in your hearts to forgive me if any of you are listening to this. So I put my hands up. I did that. And uh, I throw myself on the sword of your forgiveness. Oh, my God. I think we should just end on that note. Sounds good to me. Totally. Alright. What to three? No, wait. Oh, Berbos. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. We're going to have a little message from Berbatov. This is the quietest it's oh. ever been. He just won't say something when you want him to say something. I know, right? Oh, fucking hell, right. Oh, he stinks. He meeped a little bit. 
Okay, let's just love you. We love you. Bye. In your mind, you have capacities, you know. To telepath messages through the vast unknown. Please close your eyes and concentrate with every thought you think upon the recitation we're about to say. Calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft. Calling occupants of interplanetary craft.